0: hey everyone and welcome to the first episode ever of taboo. taboo oh my god i'm so excited
1: and taboo stands for talking about being ourselves openly which Leanna actually came up with yes
0: it came to me in a dream I'm just kidding. <laughs> I started this podcast because I grew up in a household where I couldn't really speak my mind or or openly ask any questions. So I just felt like I needed to create a platform where women of all ages, but especially my age, could just come and speak freely and ask questions and feel like they're not alone. And so I want to talk about all things that were simply taboo, hidden under the table that you could only write in your journal. And now we wanted to bring it to life. And I thought there was no better person to help me on this journey and my bestest friend in the whole wide world. Darling.
1: Darling. Thank you. Thank Kristen. you. Sorry, blessed to be here. Oh my
0: God, it's so good, um, the
1: accent. Thank you, doll. So I, I think like Leanna had just invited me to be her co-host because we had talked about all the things that we had never talked about before this year. Right. And so I think we should get started talking about this year.
0: She'll be staring to each other's eyes as we do this all right? night. <laughs> all right, so we're going to do um a quick recap. Of our 2020.
1: As quick as we can.
0: As quickly as we can because shit went down. Shit went left. But it was a year of realization. It was a real year of absolute madness, sadness and a little bit of happiness. So we're gonna yeah. take you guys through the year and then let's see what happens.
1: We'll go so we're gonna start in January. Oh God. The year was January 2020.
0: <laughs> nah, January was cool, bro. Like I started off January mad lit. like. Right. Yo, I celebrated my birthday in Miami. Mm. Mm, girl, I 22. ran twenty-two. 22. 22 in Miami. Honestly, I did not think 22 to ever be that lit, but I turned up. I'm going to tell everybody, you know, I was in the DJ booth at Live. You know? You ever heard of Miami? You know Live. You know Live. You know Liv. You know Liv. You know very what? exclusive. Very exclusive. Very exclusive. Uh, <laughs> it was given rich. It was <laughs> given a uh, celebrity. Word. But unfortunately, my life went down after that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>
1: so, she started off doing that. And simultaneously, I started dating. And, like, I guess this is where shit actually went left. Because yeah, I didn't I, need to start doing that. No,
0: nah, we could have stayed by ourselves. <laughs> like, like, we could have left each sick, other alone, bro. just sick.
1: <clears throat> but I met this guy who I had already known. And I thought he was super dope. Mm-hmm. He actually has a podcast of his own. Mm. He, who shall not be named. Aaron hey, Mount. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's a great guy, actually. Um... But things just didn't work out between us. But anyway, we started dating. And um, I had realized that this this year around, I was going to wait. I was going to wait to start entering sex into the chat. Mm-hmm. Anything that was like sexual, anything that was sensual, I was going to leave and wait for last. To see if I really liked this person. Yeah, And see if they really liked me. And I guess...
0: That led us into February. Yeah, February. I was also dating as well. I don't think anything was um as serious because you guys got pretty serious since um things like kinda held mm-hmm. off for a bit. But yeah, I don't think I, I was in the dating scene that heavily, but you know, I was dipping and dabbing in a couple people. There was one boy obviously who caught my eye, he who shall not be named. <laughs> but bro, if you ever hear this, we have beef. <laughs> Oh my God, guys, for the first time, not the first time, but the first time I truly felt it in my life, I was ghosted.
1: It hurted. <laughs> that, that it, hurt hurted. It. it hurted. It hurted, bad. Yo,
0: I really like this guy. And this was the type of ghosting where it stings because it started off like we were really flames. about to go somewhere. Flames, fire, flames.
1: Chemistry.
0: He had everything. He yeah. just, he had the look, he had career. the personality, career. Yeah. Oh my God, I thought we were about to be like the next power couple, like Michelle Obama, baby.
1: Not Michelle Obama. No, I dragged it.
0: But honestly, I thought we were gonna go so well and then this man ghosted me and with no explanation, just like all of it went down the drain and I was sick. Like literally I remember for the rest of February I was just sick and mad. And you I could... remember it Oh my I remember god it
1: because I remember us talking about ghosting mm-hmm. and the serious conversation that came with ghosting because actually before twenty twenty even started I was also ghosted by This guy, I was traveling back and forth to see. Oh my god, I really liked him. The nerve, and then he ghosted me. He had a valid reason, he did. Um, but uh, the ghosting hurts, like, yeah, if you really like somebody, if you feel the chemistry, and then all of a sudden they just fall off the face of the earth, no explanation. Oh, it hurts,
0: it hurts so much. Cause it's just like, what happened? Like, you'll never know what went wrong. And I think that's the problem with ghosting, and just that's what I took in general. I was just like, yeah, now I'm one of those people that need some type of closure. Yeah, I need you to tell me what I did wrong or like what went wrong or like, you know, just give me some type of something. Ghosting, they really go poof. (laughs) poof,
1: poof. Right into thin air. Yo, into thin air. Never see me again.
0: Never see them again. I got so much. y'all. I blocked him. He ghosted me, I blocked him. The nerve. The pettiness. The pettiness because I was just so tight. Yeah, honestly. So after that, so the guy that I had been
1: seeing was actually entangled with another friendship of mine. Not an entanglement. An entanglement. An entanglement. That <laughs> was entanglement. an entanglement. Not. Nah, in real life, um, February is when I lost one of my closest friends, and she's still alive. I'm screaming. But I lost her in my own life, which really broke my heart. Um, February is also when I turned 22, mm-hmm. and I had a hotel party with my closest friends. That was so fun. All my girls. It was so much fun. Um, But I lost my friend ultimately because of a boy and really poor communication right? um, and pride. Can I just sidebar? Sure. I don't like people with a lot of pride.
0: Yeah. If
1: we get into it and you have too much pride to tell me how you really feel about me in the midst of you being angry or hurt, it's over for us.
0: I also think that's a commonality, um, a common theme, not even commonality, with pride, it's just like... We, I say this to you all the time, like, people standing strong and wrong. Yes. And it's, like, you need to understand where you went wrong. Yeah. And we can we can both come to an agreement at the end of this. Exactly. It, so it doesn't have to be. Or we can just, you know, we can part ways nicely, but it's yeah. just, like, when you're so prideful, yeah. you can't see anything past no. your own perspective, what you think the situation was. And then you can't actually reconcile it. It's just anger.
1: Yeah, it's just anger. And, and it's almost like the commonality, actually, between mm. having too much pride and lying right, is that you just keep going until it's too late. Yeah, it just keeps it's just snowballing. Yeah, and you know that what you're saying is wrong, mm-hmm. but you keep going anyway because you have too much pride to admit how you really feel.
0: To admit that you were just wrong, that exactly. you, and you don't want to turn back. And it's so sad because it's like so much. Mm. I think so much of 2020, honestly, could have been put to bed if we just put the pride put to Put the bed.
1: pride aside. Also- that brought us into March. Yeah. When the pandemic... The panoramic.
0: The panoramic. The
1: bendejo. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my so, like- God.
0: That's why I said America couldn't put their pride to side because that's exactly what happened. And we ended up in a whole damn panoramic pandemic COVID-19. Nobody yeah. saw this coming, bro. No. Nobody. And mind
1: you, we're still in school. Yeah. At this
0: point. So I remember sitting in my art class. I'm sitting in my art class. And um, she's talking to me. She was so sweet, and she's like, she's like, you know what, guys? Like, if this is the last time we see you, just know like I really enjoyed this class. It was an 8 p.m. class. I was bugging. I don't know why I took the class, <laughs> but it was 8 p.m. class. And she was like, I just really enjoyed you guys so much. And I looked at her and I said, Are you dumb? I was like, CUNY schools will never shut down for nothing, bro. I went home the next day. <laughs> they said CUNY schools shut the down the for same. the rest of the year.
1: Yeah.
0: Mind you, this was our last semester. We were yeah. graduating. So I'm like, rest of the year, I'm never stepping foot back on this.
1: <gasps> Ever again.
0: I should have got just salad before I left.
1: It, not just salad. <laughs>
0: That's what I was thinking about. I was like, damn, what should I eat on my last day?
1: Exactly. The pandemic was crazy because yeah. then all of our classes became online. Oh, my God. We transitioned to being home 24-7. How, I moved back home.
0: How was your classes online? Like, real um,
1: talk. Some of my classes were super safe for me where, like, we were all in the beginning, like, we were able to have super open conversation about how angry we were. Yeah. Number one, with the fact that America, how America was handling it. Right. Number two, with how the school was handling it. Mm. And then number three, everybody having to panic about where they were now going to live. Right. Because the city shut down.
0: That's a fact.
1: And, like, you at NYU, you have all these kids from all these different countries. It's not like we're all from New York. I was lucky and, like, blessed enough to be able to go back on the train right. and get to Long Island. Other people are literally clicked out of their dorms and have to figure out how they're getting back home to China, how they're getting back home to Italy. Right. Like I couldn't imagine that. So at a time where it's like um I was super stressed because like I have my own family dynamics. I'm also like having a moment of gratefulness that like I'm able to go back home and have a roof over my head and not be by myself.
0: Right. And putting even all that aside, just the the pure fear that yeah. we all felt every yeah. single day because it was literally like a movie li- a movie. like do you remember I, I, there were memes that just showed it was like if you stepped outside and it was like the, all those germs literally. in the air that's what it felt like Like literally. you couldn't even go outside to take a breath because you never know what could happen you
1: did start your youtube channel in march i
0: did start my YouTube channel in march mm-hmm. that was a good thing that was a positive um that came from it i decided that since we were home i was like this is the best time for me to do so because I definitely am a creative, and makeup has been something I've wanted to start for so like a makeup channel would be so, was something I wanted to start for so long. So I decided like what better time to do it while we're all sitting at home mm-hmm. with nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Hey everyone, look at me, and it ended up working because my first video got like six hundred something views, and it's still going strong. That's so because
1: we all support
0: you. Yeah, I love
1: you guys. Like, Thanks. <laughs> you're really bomb at what
0: you do. Thanks, sister. You yeah. guys can um follow my YouTube channel Shameless Crazy. Plug Makeup with Liana on YouTube. There we uh, go. New videos every uh, month. Um, get yeah, set. <laughs>
1: But
0: and then he moved into April. Um, Yes. Yeah, so my dad didn't take COVID that seriously. I mean, he did. My mom was bugging. Every day we had to come home, strip, just, cause they, yeah. cause they were essential workers. Yeah. So, every day we'd come home to the basement, run down there, strip, get back upstairs, don't touch nobody, keep your mask on until you get into the shower, mm-hmm. basically. Um, but my dad started to slip cause, you know, he's an Aries man. Mm-hmm. And stopped mm-hmm. caring about everything. Very impulsive. Mm-hmm. Doing things, uh, on the fly. Right. 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 And, uh, <laughs> That nigga got COVID. <laughs> Literally got COVID. And that was just, that was a major setback because my mom is so stressed all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, adding that on top of it, having it be in my house, the dynamic was just, it was very tense because we just saw people dying left and right. And here we are with my dad, who's fairly healthy, but still in the basement. We never knew what could happen. So, mm-hmm. just those two weeks were just so, so stressful. And then, following that, we go into April. Mm-hmm. So April was probably one of, if not the hardest month of this entire 2020. Like, just, I can't even speak about it. So it's really is hard, especially with his birthday tomorrow. This is probably one of the worst days we could have done it. But um, I lost my grandfather in April. And my grandfather was my best friend. Like, we talked on the phone probably three times a week just about absolutely nothing and it definitely is hard to talk about because um you know it just they everyone kept making jokes about it being like the old people disease and everyone kept saying how it's like wiping out the old generation and at first i was laughing but then i was like thinking like you know i have someone yeah Yeah, it it could be me and it turned out that it was and i lost my grandfather and um it just it sucked because we couldn't even celebrate his life in the way that he would want to i feel somewhat it was taken from him because of the pandemic because if this pandemic never happened if America had gone through, you the know, full the, shutdown the, the full should, shutdown, the right procedures. Right. This girl loves me. She's crying for me. <laughs> but if we had went through the right procedures, you know, my grandfather would still be alive right now. Yeah. And that's what hurts me the most because it's like, this could have been prevented. And I think that was the moment where we all were just like, this year is about to be ruthless mm-hmm. and this virus is yeah. ruthless.
1: And Mind you, like, I don't know if she mentioned it before, but in March, her dad had gotten COVID. Right. So her dad had COVID and in the midst of like her dad having COVID, her grandfather, right. who's her dad's dad, yep. now has it yeah. and, and gets sick and passes at the same time. Yeah. And so now you have your dad who's, who's also celebrating a birthday. Right.
0: He's in quarantine. My dad's in quarantine. My grandfather passes and then my like literally right after my grandfather passes, it's my dad's birthday, but he's still in quarantine. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't celebrate my grandfather's life. We couldn't celebrate my dad because Everything is just going to shit basically, yeah. and that was the I don't think I got a lick of sleep that entire just that week. From, you're just up, yeah, and
1: you still have assignments, yeah, and you're home oh all together with God. zero escape because everything shut down.
0: It was absolutely insane. And the fact that, like, the day of his funeral, I actually had a presentation, and my teacher was honestly like, If I can't find a date to switch with a group then I would probably... She was basically inferring the fact that I wouldn't be able to attend my grandfather's funeral. And that's when I realized, I was like, wow. Like, there's some people who really think that this pandemic is really not a thing. Like, there's some people who are... Yeah, your eyes are big right now because, like, literally I was shocked.
1: I didn't even know that.
0: She was the worst teacher I've ever had in my entire But life. not
1: only is that a sign of, like, some people are unaware of what this pandemic is doing, but I was literally having a conversation the other day about, like america's work ethic culture oh
0: my god it's disgusting why
1: are we always so why do we feel like crap if we're not killing ourselves in like our professional or like educational lives it's like and so like that just reminded me of life happens right life happens outside of what you do professionally and educationally like your grandfather passing in the midst of a pandemic while classes are online right you can give me a little bit of leeway
0: and that's why i didn't understand it was like there was this it was this constant rush throughout the pan- like throughout this lockdown to get back to normal yeah. it was just like we want normal, normal. we want normal mm-hmm. normal and it's like we can't go back to normal like yeah. we're in the middle of a pandemic something we've never experienced before so it's like why do you expect me to wake up every day and just pretend like this is life like this is okay To go through.
1: Like, even normally, like, people that go from going out to a 9-to-5 every day. Right. Not even during a pandemic, Mm -hmm. but just a regular work transition and adjustment where you go from going out and sitting in an office all day outside of your own home to now making your own sanctuary a workplace for you. Like, that in and of itself has its own list of struggles and adjustments. And then to add death to the mix is, like...
0: What did you guys expect me to do? Like You're, you're lucky <laughs> I'm not on the Brooklyn Bridge do? right now. Exactly. Like You are so lucky I'm still waking up every single morning and you have the nerve to throw more of this on top of it.
1: Standing on the edge.
0: Ooh, just waiting on the edge. <laughs> Oh, my God. No, exactly. seriously.
1: But it, it didn't get any better. Let's just talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about how we went into May oh. and we were about to celebrate our graduation mm. and then we had to watch George Floyd with a knee to his neck. While bystanders watch. And so, recorded.
0: I still have no words. I'm still so speechless. Because it feels like it was so long ago, but it was literally just a couple months ago.
1: I think we feel like it's a couple months ago because nothing's changed. We literally exactly. had a group of Trump supporters storm the Capitol building oh my God. without any repercussions.
0: Did you see those that video of uh, the two guys reenacting the George Floyd murder on the yeah, steps? Yeah. It's disgusting. It's like... At this point, just tell us our lives don't matter.
1: Yeah. That's our, all you have to say. Like, literally, I'd rather you just the say at this point. The law does not protect you. Right. You are not equal. Right. Just wanted to let you know, this is the new Jim Crow.
0: It got me... It, it makes you even more angry when people try to invalidate your feelings. And that's something I go through my entire life. All the time. People just invalidate my feelings, invalidate my feelings. And I do the same thing to myself. But to see the public do it. Like, yeah. to see just the man who actually killed him. The man who actually murdered him. Sit there and be like, no, I didn't. Like, that was a mistake. Oops.
1: Oops, I slipped. Oops. Oops, it was one minute too long. Oh,
0: my God. It was
1: 30 seconds too long. You were on that man's neck for eight minutes and change.
0: Oh, my gosh. And we had to watch. And people just watched. And no one did anything because they were afraid of him. They were equally as afraid of him as George Floyd was in that moment. And they felt as though if they were to intervene, their life would be threatened. Right. The same people who are supposed to protect us are now such a big threat that we cannot interview when they when we see something's going wrong,
1: because that might be you. Oh, my. for no given reason, just for you protecting somebody else's life. You're doing their job mm. now, and now you're getting in trouble for doing the job that they're getting paid to do for you, because the system was never built for us. And so, like I think May was full of us having conversation twenty four seven with each other and those that we love, and then bringing it to social media. Mm. Which now that I look back on, like how I felt. In the moment, I felt like I was on social media doing what, like, the best I could. Yeah. Like, we were talking about it. We were having the conversations. We were being extremely blunt for the first time, I feel like, ever. Yeah. And just saying, like, white people are ruthless. Right. Like, the system that we live in is disgusting. It's horrendous. It's not safe. It's scary. And at the same time, not only are we rooting for George Floyd, but we're rooting for every other, like, black live. Life that we've we've lost and haven't had the right to like stand up for. So then the conversation became the conversation about Breonna Taylor, right? And which she still hasn't received any justice. But it's like, it's kind of like everything we do we do in vain mm-hmm. because nothing changes.
0: It showed who was really on our side. I think,
1: yeah. And I who think, was empathetic, like who was human,
0: right? And I think I, I use the word undercover a lot, but it was just like who were those un- those people who were yeah. undercover who we were the exception for what they thought of black people. The exception to the rule. Yeah, we were the exception to the rule. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Like, being a light-skinned woman, I definitely feel like I'm always the exception because I'm closer to their skin tone, Mm -hmm. so they feel maybe more comfortable or other such. But... I just can't believe it. Like, I still, I just, I'm so, I'm reviewing this year in my head as we're talking about it. I'm just like, damn, this was terrible. Yeah. Like, this is literally terrible. And June, I lost one of my best friends. Someone who I had just rang in the new year with. Yeah. Someone who I, who we, who she
1: celebrated 22 with. Who I
0: celebrated 22 with. I said, we said to each other, this was my forever friend. And so quickly it went down the drain. Once George Floyd died, and that hurts my heart to even say because I thought for so long she was an ally. I thought, yeah. not even an ally, but she was one of us. She is yeah. one of us. She's,
1: She's also brown.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then turns out, you know, the people surrounding her, people who praised me, who absolutely adored me, mm-hmm. so they said, turned out to be undercover. Right. And,
1: <laughs> exactly. Undercover allies. Not Perry the Platypus. Exactly. Like,
0: oh my God. Yeah. Literally came out and was like, surprise, shout Surprise, like
1: shaw-day. I
0: am actually a Trump supporter. And yeah. I can say that fully. And sometimes I worry because I'm like, you know what? I don't want to no. offend anybody. but the
1: truth I don't is give the truth. a damn.
0: I don't give a damn. I'm mm-hmm. tired of tiptoeing and I'm so glad. And that's why I, I realized that I'm so glad that it happened. Yeah. Like, I won't get into what happened, but I'm just so glad that it, it, this year showed me who was truly in my corner yeah. and who was really just... Hiding.
1: Yeah, because you know what this... Okay, let's just talk for a second about along the same lines the country we live in Mm -hmm. and this individualist society that's taught us you're allowed to say what you want and think what you want and believe what you want and feel how you want. That's all great. But not when it oppresses other people. Exactly. Not when it hurts other people. Exactly. And I think we hide behind the First Amendment. Mm. Like, we all hide behind... And the sense of entitlement that... Um, we've learned to develop like like for you and I let's talk about like this this whole year one of I'm, I'm hope I'm not exposing Leanna but like this whole year one of the things she was working on was speaking up for herself and standing on what she feels like no matter what absolutely and so it can go both ways you get a positive out of that which is finally learning okay like the same way everyone else deserves to feel what they feel I deserve it too and I also deserve to speak right. on it but there's a fine line between being honest and like being hurtful. Yeah. Because what happened in May with her friend and what happened to me even, like and to everybody that's gone through this and been on the side of justice and right. equality for brown and black people, is that you can't hide and say, This is still my right. I believe mm-hmm. that he's still a good person. I believe that this is like the system, it's not about police officers. All all cops are not bad. Right. Blue lives matter. The,
0: blue like, eyes the, don't exist Blue bro. eyes don't exist,
1: babe And even if they did The principle of it is I don't know if any of y'all saw this meme on social media But it was like When somebody's house is on fire You don't go spraying water on everybody else's house and Exactly their You focus on the one house that's on fire Detainment Our house has been on fire it's been on fire, it's been burnt to the ground, it's been built back up by ourselves, for ourselves. And
0: it feels like everyone just keeps walking exactly. by the street, they stop for a second to look at the fire, exactly. and then they keep going. A
1: formative allyship.
0: Mm. So,
1: like, you're acting like you care, you're right. posting these memes, but in real life, you don't support us. Right. In real life, you celebrate, like, policehood. In real life, you don't, st- like, even if you are a police officer, which I know that there are some good cops out there, but the bottom line is, the system that police officers stand on... Yep. It doesn't allow for equality in the right. system. Police officers are naturally biased. They naturally um uh, profile down to the training, people. the training yeah. that they go through. Exactly. It's just
0: it is not what
1: protects us. Yeah, it's not yeah. What
0: protects us. I'm sorry, I'm blanking. It's okay.
1: Blanking. It's and so that's kind of what happened. So now we're almost like halfway there. Yeah, we're halfway there, and Leanna gets her first job, her yeah. first real big girl job.
0: And you know, it's so funny, like, I started this big girl job, right, and it's not only amidst the pandemic, but bro, it's like right smack dad in the middle of all these protests as well. Yeah. So, now I'm seeing what it's like, not only, I'm seeing my life kind of unravel personally, mm-hmm. but also in the workforce, where yeah. I'm seeing, hey, maybe, like, is my company really for me? Yeah. Because working for such a traditional company, it's hard to... See how they really would how how some yeah. people really do feel mm-hmm. especially when you're it's so easy to hide behind you know a public statement yeah or you know a, a diversity training
1: even makeup brands that we support right It's like
0: right it's all, that's why I know like Morphe went downhill for a uh-huh. minute there because exactly. Jackie I know was like um show how many people how many black people work for you yeah okay I didn't understand when you said performative um mm-hmm. I should, but now I understand because it was so it's so funny to see these companies who you. You've seen them. You've seen you've them seen discriminate. Them grow.
1: You've seen them discriminate.
0: You've seen you've seen everything that they've been through, where they constantly are only putting out, you know, light skinned yeah. and white women yep. and this a certain demographic. Yeah. But then or all of a advertise. sudden, right? That they advertise, and then all of a sudden during this, it's like, oh wait, no, but Black yeah. Lives Matter. I know yeah. that. Let's let's put Napita uh, <laughs> Nyongo. Yeah. In the fa- this, she's gonna be the face of our brand, yeah. and now all of a sudden they're, they're showing panicking. all the right. They're panicking there is on never fire for us. Cause, and you never will be Exactly. but you know this is the time to get us on board right. so you say oh just kidding hold my hand yeah but only the pinky yeah <laughs>
1: just
0: just the pinky yeah just the pinky because i'm not really with you but i know if i'm not with you then everyone You're else gonna turn down. against me right, right. so yeah. i need to make sure i profits up and that i mean that's a long conversation that needs to be had but america's a business at the yeah. end of the day so right. whatever happens It shows right into the companies. And the companies are only here to save their ass. And that was the hardest thing. Just going into the workforce and just wondering, like, am I the diversity hire?
1: Yeah. Am
0: I only here because... Am I the
1: quota hire?
0: It's like looking around at my job, it's a fairly... I'm the only black woman on my team. And, of course, the only black woman on my team who's light-skinned. Yeah. Like... Why? Why? Yeah. Because I... Because I come in with yeah. looking look or right. do you guys actually like me for me, you know? So it kind of hurt and it just made me reflect a little bit more. And I was like, damn, like for so long I was the exception I was the exception with my friend. And then now I'm at the exception of my job. Yeah. And so that's daunting yeah. on me every day. And mind you, I have to keep training and I have to keep yeah. putting on my white voice. Yeah. And, you know, code switching every single yeah. day and reminding myself that <sighs> it's hard. It really is hard because I'm reminding myself that, okay, I'm not here to just, be you know, message. fit in. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't fit in. I can't be myself. I can't be authentically yeah. every day, even yeah. though we're remote. Even yeah. though we're remote, I'm like, damn, when I pick up the phone, like, I have to switch. I can't talk like this. Yeah. Like, the moment I pick up the phone, I'm like, hello, this is Liana. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's scary because, oh, like, no. I don't, I, you can tell right away yeah. the environment that you're in. Yeah. And with all this going on, we just kept constantly getting the president's messages, the the uh, CEO's messages and, you know, we stand with the Black Lives Matter yeah. and, you know, we do all this, but show me. Stop yeah. telling me and show me. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I'm still the only black one on my team. Yeah. So how are you telling me all this stuff when nothing's being shown nothing's for being it? Nothing's
1: being done, yeah. Nothing's no being action. done.
0: It's it's, 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 you're doing a lot of this.
1: Yeah, you're doing a lot of chat.
0: Yeah. Right. I and it it doesn't make this. any sense and so that's what really upset me through basically like the entire just month of June and, not I feel like I just didn't know who to trust. Yeah, I feel like anyone could turn at any second. Like yeah. every single time I'm talking to like, my um, white coworkers, I'm like, are you racist? <laughs> <laughs> did you, did exactly. you vote for Trump?
1: <laughs> <But> <laughs> I've never had this conversation with Liana about code switching and stuff. Yeah. Um, but she knows that the majority of my life I've gone to predominantly white schools. Yeah. And so Waldorf, like. Babe. You don't have to say. Sorry, it, babe. babe. Thanks. Sorry, sorry. Right. Um, <laughs> I went to private school more than half of my life, more than half of my academic career. Um, And I met Leanna for the brief moment that I was in public school, (laughs) thank God. But I've always had, like, that struggle of not knowing, like, if I'm liked because I'm good enough Uh or if I'm liked because I'm, like, the exception. And I was never the exception looks-wise, but I was the exception... Out of all the black kids in every school I've went to, I was, like, the closest to fit the white criteria. Right. Of, like, what's good enough. Right. Does she always speak properly? Right. Whatever that means. Grammatically correct. Does she have a white voice? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, um...
0: The way you carry yourself. Yeah. The way you do your hair. Yeah. It all goes down to it. Yeah. Everything.
1: Oh, and, you know, like, I feel like... Which gets into a whole nother conversation that we won't have tonight. Yeah. But... Even, like, the way I look and present myself, it's like, okay, I, I just want my mom, if, if you're listening to this, I do love my natural hair. I'm still going to wear my wigs, <laughs> Even when you entered the workforce mm-hmm. and all this stuff came out, it made me reflect on every single time I had a microaggression that was racist Exactly. School, and then I, I couldn't say anything about it. One, because, like, the black... I, and that's the other part, is that, like, I went to all white schools, all my close friends didn't go to white schools. Yeah. So, like... I'm always... Um, I, I remember when I got to Lennox, which is Leanna and I's um, elementary school. school, and I wasn't black enough. Right. I wasn't black enough in elementary school because I spoke too well and I thought I was bougie. Mm. And everyone always said that to me. And because like people would like come to my house and be like, your house is so nice. like She's so bougie. I'm like, girl, I'm in third grade. I don't even know what that means. How the hell do you spell like, bougie? <laughs> like, Literally. I,
0: remember,
1: I had that experience even thinking about the black community. I was just thinking about The conversations that were taken to Twitter, which Black Twitter I love, like it's like a community that you've never met before. You don't know half of them, but. We turned on each other, guys. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't. I just want to say I was repping for both sets. Uh, Um, I was for the men and women publicly, no matter how mad I am at black men. That's true. During that time, I was definitely advocating for black men. Yeah. But I was mad at my own community for number one not banding together during that time.
0: It was the wrong time to just fall apart. Exactly. Because the moment we fall apart in front of our enemy, it's just like they find our weaknesses. Exactly. And then they were able to just prey on that, and that's exactly Exactly. what I feel. Nothing happened. Nothing about. We should have just stayed united on the exactly. front. Moving on to July. July right. was where we, we fell in love. love.
1: Aww, We it at the same time.
0: Because we just fell in love. Guys,
1: it was crazy.
0: Like, to have a friend that you grew up with for so long and to rekindle the friendship, that is...
1: It was crazy.
0: That's like a different level of love.
1: Right. Because it's like
0: you know who they were, but now you get to see them.
1: Yeah. Not in their final form. Not in their
0: final form, but you get to watch them become who they are. Yeah. And I think it's so cool because it's like, damn, she's so different, but like this version of her is so awesome, but yeah. we still have all those memories from when we from were just before. young, dumb, and broke.
1: Yeah. Still broken. <laughs> no, but
0: really though, it's like rekindling a friendship. I think so many people lose their best friend as they grow up or they just, they, it's hard to keep up that same energy. Yeah, the but- same
1: momentum.
0: To be able to just, like, rekindle a love is nuts. Because in the
1: beginning of the year, we started hanging out more. Yeah, Like, it was hard because, like, uh, she was living home. Yeah, and the schedules were off. But I was living in the city. And obviously, like, we both found our own little groups outside of each other. But we started... I just want to say, it... We had more time in July because now we were both home and a pandemic hit, and mm-hmm. our parents were also super skeptical about us hanging out with multiple people, mm-hmm. so we chose each other. But before that even happened, we were making time for each other. That's so true. Like, we had set dates where right. we were like, okay, on this day. It was like the week of, and we were like, what are you doing on Tuesday? What are you doing on Thursday? I'm yeah. free. Let's meet up. I'm hungry. Memorizing each food. other's schedules. Exactly. Sitting
0: down and just like doing work. Exactly. I think. Exactly. It was definitely worked at all year. And you know, mm-hmm. it, we even though we rekindled everything and like everything kind of came together in yeah. July, we were working on that for a long yeah. time. The moment I came to Baruch, we yeah. started working on our friendship because it, it was, was so just nice like guy. literally I was around the corner from her. Like yeah. I was banging on her door every day. Let me take a nap. Let me take a nap. Like I'm hungry. <laughs> no, literally, and I even that was the first time uh um, since we were sixteen. We had a sleep- we had a sleepover. Yeah. Because I was able to sleep over in her yeah. dorm. And it was just so nice to be able to openly communicate with someone and just be like, you know, this is who we I am started now.
1: telling each other secrets that, like, that we had held on
0: to for so long and it's so
1: crazy because you call somebody I just want this to be a moment this is your sign if you're listening <laughs> if you have a best friend and like you love them but like things haven't been what what you want them to be right just take a moment and say like what have I been hiding and mm-hmm. why yeah and realize that you're probably not alone like if she's your friend she's your friend for a reason because throughout that entire time we had told each other Basically mirrored stories of like each other. So funny.
0: We were going through the same thing.
1: But we weren't telling each other. But we couldn't
0: tell each other because we didn't feel...
1: Comfortable enough.
0: We were not more comfortable. Yeah. Not her finishing my
1: sentences. It was, guys, we've been doing not this. Not love at now. first sight.
0: <laughs> <to> no, love. <laughs> literally, it was just like, you know, we didn't feel comfortable talking to each other. Yeah. And then once we just slowly started letting our guard down. And that's why I say we fell in love because we basically started dating. Yeah. We literally started we dating. We literally
1: started dating. We
0: went on dates. We, We'd we get dressed up. Get for each other because at this time we we're both single as well.
1: We'd treat each other every now and then. Right. Now. And it was, it was just really like. Nice. like Making, adventures.
0: We made time for something that we thought was important and yeah. look what came out of it. Like, but we
1: also didn't do the same things. And so like yeah. I think we'll have another episode probably later about like dating and switching things up yeah. even like in your own friendships. Yeah. But like we didn't just sit at home and eat. Yeah, we no way. We didn't just do that. We started to explore. Yeah. We had a picnic in exactly. the park and I yeah. just asked her to run errands with me. It
0: like, was a little things, just yeah. coming over, come over my breaks, yeah. like it was just like Talking, I think also switching over to talking every day too, yeah. like just being. But you can't do just, with
1: everybody. You
0: can't do with everyone, but it's like I feel like I'm not that person though. I don't like to talk to people every yeah. day. But when you find someone you're that comfortable with, oh here she go, here <laughs> she go. When you, but really she though, though when you're that comfortable with someone, like you don't even want to take a bite before you like, yo, look at this, I'm eating this. <laughs> did you see this? Right.
1: Even when I talked about it three months Bro, ago, I got it.
0: Exactly, and it's yeah. like, it was just so so I love amazing. The so July was definitely one of the best months yeah. we had.
1: And
0: so then we got to August. Oh, God. Liana? Mom, if you're listening...
1: You might
0: want to tune out now. Right. I'm still <laughs> absent, babe. Yeah. August, I broke my celibacy. And so I had made a vow to myself um, in January. Just so funny, I had no idea the pandemic was going to happen, but mm-hmm. definitely made it way easier. Yeah. But I decided going into... um, And I hope this will be another episode. I decided going into the new year that I wanted to approach my relationships strictly this sounds so crazy but strictly emotional i didn't want anything physical i didn't want any of that to sidetrack me because you never I felt, explained
1: it like that before
0: yeah because I, I i did it because i wanted i feel like i had been bamboozled by so many people mm-hmm. because i rushed into the physical aspect mm-hmm. of the relationship every single mm-hmm. time because i thought that's what they wanted and i was so ready to please other people but it's just like i never took the time to get to know the person okay. and that is the scariest part when you're dating someone and you turn around one day and you don't even know who they are anymore it's the same face but it's not the same person that you met and i was so tired of having that having that happen to me over and over again especially when i was coming from a year where i dated a a narcissist a complete narcissist and so that is the epitome of mask off bro right so like the fact that that happened that entire experience going to the new year i was like i never want that to happen to me again i'm tired of just playing myself at that point, yeah. so I decided to be celibate, and I did not speak to anyone, I didn't even give people a time of day until probably around, like, May, right. Um. you know, I, ha- I had a guy who had ghosted me in February, but, but there nothing, was nothing there was nothing, yeah, it was strictly just getting to know him,
1: yeah, that was her making a conscious decision to be like, okay, I want to get to know him, right. that's why I'm celibate in the first place, exactly,
0: I just want to see him, see them for who they really are before I get the love goggles on me, mm-hmm. and it definitely was a great time. But then, you know, I met a tall, zork, handsome mother. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, he changed my mind or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in those couple months where I was just by myself and I was single, yes, we are going through the pandemic. Yes, we are going through so much. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I got to be with myself, just myself, mm-hmm. not worrying about someone else's feelings, not some- worrying about someone else's emotions. Because imagine I was going through all of that.
1: And still had to have the responsibility of being a partner. Oh God!
0: Yeah. I don't know how these yeah. relationships did it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, it's rough. Especially the young ones. Like it's easy when you don't have much going on in your life, but it's like when you're when you have all this on your plate, these mm-hmm. super these crazy transitions in yeah. life, and then you have that to worry you're about aware someone else of too. that you're aware of, yeah. and you have to worry about someone else's emotions as well because they affect your day. You know, kudos to you, bro, because clearly you got yeah two hearts yeah, in you, but really. I I didn't have it, and so that was the best decision I ever made. Um, and I learned so much from it, but I, I definitely am still very happy that I broke it, because yeah. god
1: damn it. Yeah, she had a good second half of her year. Yeah. I, at that point, was starting to spiral out of control. That is hilarious. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Not spiral. She was my sanity in, like, the purest form. Literally, wow. like, she was the only way I was getting out of my house, getting away from my family. Like, yeah. I love them so much, but being in the same house, first of all. We'll talk about astrology, but I live with two cancers and a Gemini. Lord have mercy. And I'm a Pisces. Mm. Um, It's it's hard. Distress Yeah. The stress And so I started planning days with Leanna, but I also had construction going on in my house, mm-hmm. and so I'm having to wear a mask in my own home. On top of like going out whenever I am allowed to go out or able to go out, I'm wearing a mask, and then I have personalities, and I, I hope we'll talk about this later, but. I'm super huge on, like, my space Uh and, like, having my space to myself. And so, like, having the transition of moving back home, I moved back into, like, my childhood bedroom, which is right next to my parents' bedroom Uh and right next to... In in between my parents' and my brother's bedroom. And I needed my alone time. I would literally, like, go to the park and take a blanket and, like, sit there for hours, sometimes even fall asleep, because I needed space in the midst of, like, having men in my house that i've never seen before and i'm not wearing a mask and i don't have a bedroom anymore um because like my house was getting renovations and so even like before like that happened i was starting to seem super down because Leanna knows i was bugging out Mm. i had like i knew i was graduating i applied to stony brook i got in and i was so happy i got in because And the only reason I was happy I got in was because I had something I could tell my parents I'm I'm doing. Like, this is what's next for me. But I didn't want to do it. Like, at the time, I didn't want to do it. I had been in school. Even, like, during my summers, I took full credit classes, like, that I needed to graduate and scholarship requirements. And so I needed a break. And even though it's super embarrassing and hard to talk about, like, you can deny your own feelings up until a certain point. Yeah. Like, when you're not showering for days... That's not that's not like healthy.
0: Can like, I just interject for two seconds? Uh-huh. Uh don't ever say embarrassing on the show, ever. Really? Literally. Embarrassing will never ever be heard on the show because there's nothing embarrassing about being depressed. Yeah. It's something that so many people had to face, especially during this time.
1: But it's not even so much that I was embarrassed about being depressed. It was I was embarrassed about like I'm saying I'm not showering. Right oh. Like, like uh, yeah, you know someday. Like That was my sign to myself. When it gets that hard. Yeah, because in the past when I I was young, I think I was also struggling with, like, my emotions. And so I would do, like, binges of not eating and then binges of eating everything in one sitting. Right. To the point where, like, it wasn't healthy. And then having other effects that came with that afterwards. And so I was kind of, even though, like, I could see I was spiraling downwards and it wasn't good for me. I was also kind of triggered at the same time. Like, oh my god, I hope I don't start binge eating. Mm -hmm. I hope I don't start going back to, like, other unhealthy habits I had already dropped. And so, like I said, like, I didn't have a boyfriend. I didn't have, like, someone solid in my life that was, like, a romantic figure. But this is also, like... The times where I started telling Leigh 24-7, like, I love you, bro. I love you so much. Because, like, she was the only thing that was getting me out of my own head. Yeah. And,
0: um... We were helping each other, though. Yeah. I it think was hard. One thing that Kristen does for me, and, like, it's... People don't talk about being validated enough. Yeah. And I think that's something that I needed in my life. Because for so long, everyone told me I'm overly emotional. I'm too much. I'm so dramatic. All this stuff. And then I'm like damn, maybe I am. Like, every single time I have this problem, like, I can't actually feel it. Mm -hmm. Kristen, every single time, she's like, you're not bugging, bro. And those simple words just bring us back down to earth every single time. Just knowing that we're not alone in the journey that we're going on and just having someone to be like, I feel you. And even if she didn't feel me, she'd be like, all right, well, you know, you're still valid in your feelings. Like, it's okay for you to feel that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's something that we all need to figure out. And I also, just piggybacking off of that, environment, I think we learned, is huge. Like, your environment definitely equates to your mental health. To say the least. Yeah, and so... Because let me
1: tell you, this girl, this girl come in my room now, mm. she is, like... And, and like, even tonight, she joked around. She was, like, girl, like, your OCD rubbed off on me. I know. know.
0: I'm sitting here picking shit off her floor. Like, I'm so scared.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's really crazy, like, spending your energy with somebody, letting somebody into, like, your space. And then also not being afraid to show them, like, the sides of you that right. you wouldn't typically show somebody else. Right. Like, because I know people are like, mm, girl, she's a control freak. Mm, girl, she, like, she can't, she can't have a dirty room. Like, I know, like, we joke about it, but yeah. she understands, like, it contributes to how I feel about myself. And Absolutely. What I do on a daily basis. So anyway, September was kind of the same of, like, everything else. Yeah. We were kind of in a routine of dating each other. Literally. And then her, like, you know, dating that fine, dark, tall piece mm. of chocolate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, September was um
0: boring. Yeah. Uh But yeah, we got to October and finally, finally, Kristen's room was complete.
1: Yeah, I got a new room it's in beautiful. my house. Which we're actually recording on it and eventually you guys will see, but... Um, my space was, like, solidified now. Oh. I was away from, like, my parents. We had both realized that, like, the adjustment needed to happen. We needed a little bit more space. I didn't need to hear everything that was going on in my parents' relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, I got my own space. And Leanna started to have her own realization.
0: Yeah, my life started to go downhill dating-wise, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, unfortunately, that fine chocolate dark man. <laughs> Started to, uh, he turned into more than just you know a summertime fling because we're now we're in October so yeah. it turned into me, the routine thing. I, I wanted I had feelings and you were looking I was forward to something I was now. looking forward to something that we had planned for so long and the expectations were so high and that's where it went left so quickly. Like, I set expectations and I had expectations in my mind of how a weekend was supposed to go, and it went the complete opposite because. We just weren't on the same page. And that's when I realized that you can't expect too much from people when you don't... You can't expect much from people when you don't uh, voice what you want in the beginning. And so when you're so go with the flow... Because that was my thing when I first entered. I'm like, I'm just going with the flow. We'll see what happens.
1: Trying to be
0: chill. Trying to be chill. And I am the opposite of chill. So I don't (laughs) even know why the hell I thought that would ever work. But it did not work for me. And I ended up wanting, and it was around this time where I was like, all right, this is no longer a summer flame. Like, we're in October, like, babe. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we? And I wanted to ask that question so badly, like, every single day. Like, what are we? What are we? And because I didn't, because I was so afraid, I ended up disappointing myself, and that's when I just felt so unappreciated. And I ended up feeling that same way that I felt, like, in 2019, where I was leaving a situation where it was just like, oh, my God, again? Yeah, I knew this was coming. Yeah, and I could have prevented it, but I didn't because I was blinded by... So many the other fun things. Of it at the yeah, it was fun until it wasn't.
1: Yeah. And I guess also like part of that is like the anticipation of what things could be. Mm-hmm. Like you're because you haven't talked about what are we, yeah, the door is still open for possibility and I, yo, I think that's one
0: thing is love. Yeah. I, <laughs> Bro, that's what they have you hold on to? Yeah. That's one thing I realized, I was like, yo, you need to stop falling in love with the potential of someone. Right. The potential of what could be yeah. and just see them for who they are yeah, and someone actually, to the
1: table now. yeah,
0: one of my exes actually told me that I literally did not get to know him for who he was. Yeah. I was just trying to yeah. make him fit into this puzzle piece that I wanted him to be and I was doing this for the same guy as well. So, that was definitely a huge realization for me mm-hmm. and, At the same time, I'm I'm juggling this person. But then, you know, I'm in the dating scene. I'm young. I'm in my 20s. So I meet someone who, again, I fall in love with their potential. But this guy, he was bringing it all to the table.
1: He was talking real hot in the beginning. Right. The 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 night
0: we met, bro, he was like, I would cuff you right now. I said, cuff? Oh, my God. A relationship?
1: You would post me? Oh, my God. You would post me? What? Oh, my gosh.
0: Literally, was about to bring on his phone. And you know what? I learned the biggest lesson from him. You are a distraction from what? Is truly going on with their life. Yeah. And they are so afraid to face it, so they just find an outlet. Right. And unfortunately, I was this person's outlet. And so he was pouring into me 24-7 and making it seem as though it was going to be so much better. But at the end of the day, one thing was on his mind. And I, my thing was already getting taken care yeah. of. So that was his damn business. I was just going to say that. Right. It's
1: actually really good that even though like it didn't work out with the first guy, you had him for that. Yeah. So because if you had met the guy that you just met, Who was talking all this good stuff, telling you he wants to be with you, coming with that energy, you would have trusted that because he's being so straightforward in the beginning. You would have given it away. Yep. Which I do later on in the year, but I'm not even. Mm. I don't need. But exact, and that's why I'm saying like. Guys, we like in our personal conversations we've been trashing these men. Yeah. Like, like this like we knew this was gonna happen. Yep. Are you dumb? Yeah like <laughs> Come on, going off. But I'm actually thinking about it now and I'm like, no no no, you know what, Leon, that wasn't that stupid. Yeah. That you had this other guy first because it let you see what you were like it was almost like you were being celibate for the second guy. Exactly. And you were able to see what you needed to see from exactly. him so that you didn't get your heart broken. And I think
0: that was so great. Like that was probably one of the greatest things I ever did for myself. As messy as it did get that was probably one of the great things because right. for the people that I did meet in between him he the every single one showed me who they were right away right. and because I was satisfied taking care of mm-hmm. in that other department in the physical department that emotional department I didn't latch on so quickly right. and I saw them for who they were and I for the first time in my life someone showed me who they were and I believed them yeah. and I moved Thank on God. from it like literally just like yeah, you're nah, I'm not, not putting with, up with this. Yeah. You're not you're bringing anything else to the table? Yeah. I can dip out now. Right. And that happened with one person. And it happened with the second guy. Exactly. And I think if not, it would have been way, way worse. So yeah. October was definitely a huge moment of realization just yeah. in the dating world. So moving on to November... Oh, my gosh. November was heavy. Mm-hmm.
1: It's all been heavy. Yeah, what the I, hell? Guys, you need to take a break. Right, like, like take a break, come back. back. Yeah. I we'll hope we're
0: exciting, water. though. Like yeah. I don't want it to be like, just like, oh, this is so sad. Yeah,
1: because actually, like, it's actually pretty good. And yeah. Other episodes will probably get deeper into, like, the minutia of what we're talking right. about. Right. There are now, positives, but yeah. for right now, we're
0: just doing a quick overview. And so, in November, we definitely, as our friendship was blossoming, our other friendships definitely needed to be Addressed. Addressed and confronted and because they were quickly, quickly collapsing. Yeah, and yeah. It know. wasn't
1: just because, though. Like, FYI, it wasn't just because we were focused on each other. Yeah, definitely not. It was because, number one, we had to focus on each other because a lot of other people weren't giving us much of a choice. Right. But on top of that, And seeing the potential of our friendship and the work that we put in, we wanted to know that our other friendships were worth the same kind of energy. Exactly. And so, like, we started addressing, like, uncomfortable conversations and having things, like, being able to say things to our other close friends that we've never said to them before. Like, laying it all out on the table.
0: I finally spoke my mind freely and openly, and I think that's what just, like made me feel so much better not having to worry about the other I mean I was definitely worried about the other person's feelings but just being able to finally say like this is how you make me feel because at the end of the day it's your feelings you have to sit with them so it's your job to tell the other person how you feel and for so long we had been holding on to so So many feelings and I hate that because that's how you get those like Resentment, Terrible Yeah, resentment, the judgmental stuff. Yeah. It's like you don't need that in the, someone who you call a friend, someone mm-hmm. who you even call a sister. Yeah. So it's like being able to finally just say yeah. what was on our mind, even get if our judgment. It. Bro, it feels like you just took the greatest dump <sighs> of your life. i thinking about it right
1: now. I know, right? Oh my goodness. But that <sighs> happened and then Oh my oh, god. Uh, okay, yeah, it's my turn. Oh, no! <laughs> so okay, all right, all right, all right. So, loud. Exactly. So Okay, at the time, I was, I haven't really been talking about my romantic life, but at the time, I was seeing this guy, I had been seeing off and on for about, like, three years. Like, he was that guy that, like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, when you call somebody just to, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Right. And then eventually, it becomes, like, a routine. Like, Mm -hmm. okay? The month of, like, May to August, I know what it is. Because we're in the same city, we got each other, that's on lock. I I got into that routine, and, um... (laughs) This is jokes. And so I I met this other guy who came with crazy energy. Uh, it wasn't just the energy he came with, it was the action that was behind it. Yeah. I wasn't it guys, I wasn't just It wasn't off just of his words. No. Yeah. This man was showing up with breakfast at my house, oh, coffee, god. um Sitting dates. down with your father. My family. My family. Okay? Not my family. My family. Oh
0: my god, he was um, psychotic. Oh
1: my god. Yeah. And so I, like, okay, so the reason this happened so quickly, right, just to preface it, is because as black women, we're told we're always blocking our blessings. Yep. Black men are always like, why is she single? Oh, it must be because she's blocking her blessing. Mm-hmm. It must be because she doesn't want to trust. It must be because she's believing things that, co- you, like, even, guys, you know what I'm talking about? You know when you meet a fine man who just seems too good to be true, so you, like, you got hoes? Mm-hmm. I didn't do that this time. I didn't question what I didn't need to question. If it wasn't in front of my face, it was none of my concern. I'm going to go off of what you're showing me. Right. And so for a few weeks, I'm telling Leanna,
0: this is it. This is it. She was about to cuff somebody else while she was cuffed to me, and that didn't sit right with me. <laughs> that didn't, it was upsetting me and my home boss.
1: Yo, I told her about this guy, and I'm telling her, like, yo, like, it's getting crazy. She said, and I, I need you to slow down yeah and she and for the and first I, time
0: ever i'm like you on. need to slow down yeah, yeah i was so like usually
1: it's the other way around bro this time she was like are you okay and that's
0: how i knew something was wrong
1: yeah because <laughs> that's how i knew something was wrong but she was so happy for me because she saw the action too i wasn't making it up it right. wasn't like i was just being told like i'm gonna post you i'm gonna do this like you my girl you this you that we're going out in public no like he's making efforts that only somebody that knows me well would do. Getting to know her friends. Crazy. Getting to know her family. Crazy. And so that quickly ended because he had some... He had a valid excuse on one hand, but something didn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. Like, he had told me, like, you know, I'm going through a lot. I got a lot on my plate right now. Same and I'm, real, I'm realizing, right. as I'm telling you mm-hmm. that you're that bitch, mm-hmm. I'm realizing I can no longer provide what I said I was going to provide 72 hours ago. And so... It ended, and I sat there and I was like, "Hold up, Mm-mm. you leaving me? Right? He see me? She said she don't see me? She don't see me? I see, I see you. you. You see exactly. me? <laughs> and I'm I'm confused. So it was good because it taught me a lesson in December. Like that happened all throughout November. It was a few weeks. It literally felt like a love story. Like it was a summer fling. Everything was going great. I mind you, mind you y'all, I like this man so much. I got rid of the convenience man. I got rid of like Not the convenience the, man. the plumber. I got rid of the plumber. <laughs> okay? Oh. I was I was down. And so December came around and I have this other friend. And my other friend basically like just told me, like, listen, like if you feel away, you feel away for a reason. That's it. You don't mm-hmm. have to and it revealed itself to me. You know? on its own. What's done
0: in the dark will always come to light and that's something I will keep with me for the rest of my life. Yeah.
1: It's like there's no... And and like it was um, reaffirming for me why... Even if you're dating someone and it's not that serious, even if this is just somebody that you see every now and again, even if this is somebody you like and you play with on Instagram, people have, like, real feelings. Mm -hmm. When you deal with people, just be decent in your actions. You don't have to be with them exclusively. You don't have to only see them. You can be with as many people as you want. You can see whoever you want, but be decent about it. And that's that's all we ever ask for. Be respectful, bro. It
0: comes with just basic decency. When you're with someone?
1: Yeah. Like, just keeping it above. like, yeah. And I don't.
0: Ugh, girl. But anyway. As you can see, we're still so very upset about the yeah, situation. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. COVID didn't end, though. Right. So, COVID
0: did not end. And COVID definitely tested us once more before the end. They said, I- I'm about to head out, but one more time exactly. for you, baby. <laughs> <a minute." laughs> Bring that ass. Now. Right. <laughs> it spin the block. <laughs> COVID dead ass spun the block. Mm-hmm. And we we definitely got lax days Um, you know, yeah, towards. But- it's summertime, and going into winter, we just like, let's just keep the same energy. We are still having but more fun. So I
1: feel like it was also us just trusting the people that out were around our best us. friends. Right, Yes. right. Like, we weren't... Leanna's the only person I see every single week. Right, like consistent work. Yes. I see her twice, sometimes three times a week right. by accident. Yeah, that's Okay? But everybody else... <laughs> but everybody else, just because you're my best friend doesn't mean I was seeing you. But I was trusting you yeah. that because you're my best friend... You keep the same energy of like the trust. Right. At least when it comes to health and stuff. Right. And so we went out and we were a little lax. Yeah. The drinks were flowing. It was lit. It was great music. It was great vibes, great company. I had my girl with me. Right. And we got a little. We got a little lax, and a few days later, we were told basically like we had probably come in contact with COVID. Oh my god! And mind you, we have avoided this this whole time. Leanna forgot to say that in April she had COVID. Okay. She had COVID. Maybe I
0: didn't want to tell people. (laughs) I don't want people to give me sideways. (laughs)
1: She had the antibodies. She was good. We were moving very carefully after that. I also have a 90 year old grandmother, so for the most part, we were doing the best we could. I again was only seeing her. But in December, like, that's when shit hit the fan.
0: We ran to urgent care. We
1: were online for five hours. I wish
0: we recorded this while we were on the line to urgent yeah, care so you because all see us. five hours later, this man tells us we're negative. Like, okay. <laughs> five hours for 15 minutes, guys. Yes, five it, hours for 15 minutes exactly. of testing.
1: But it was still super scary. And, and
0: I, I just don't want to go say, through it again.
1: Yeah, I just want to say to everybody like, if you're outside, like, not wearing masks and you don't believe in COVID, it's not about you not, you know feeling like you're going to get sick, it's about everybody else. It's about your family. It's about who you may come in contact with. Because one thing about this virus is it doesn't care who you are. Mm-mm. It doesn't care about the fact that you've been healthy and you run and you get up and go and you're vegan. <laughs> Nobody cares. He Like, she doesn't care. She's no. coming for you and she could come for your loved one. And that's the saddest part. Ms. Has, Rona
0: said, I'll take anybody in anybody, this room. Anybody on. in my path, I'm yeah. taking.
1: So just be careful, like it's not worth it. If we could all just like do the best we can and like hunker down, be with the ones that you love, try to get tested as much as you can this will we could just we could wrap this up yeah. cause August is coming back around Yeah, I'm trying to be outside
0: you know what I, I think this year taught us the most last year not this year but what last year taught us the most was that they we have to this is not an individualistic society and safer. I will say this until I'm literally croaking mm-hmm. we are not an individualistic society we were meant to work together to get through problems like this yeah. to get through everyday life at yeah. the end of the day nobody wants to be lonely nobody wants to be by themselves so Why fight so hard to be by yourself? And I think the biggest problem with all of this was that we couldn't all come together. And it was the same thing with the protests. And it Mm -hmm. was the same thing with just life in general. We can never just come together and be united. And you would think something like a virus, a deadly virus, would make us all come together. But there were still people who were turning around saying that, you know, just it's not real, it's not that serious, I don't believe in don't it, believe in it. How, 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 how can't you believe in something? How don't
1: you believe in? What don't you believe in?
0: What don't you believe in? It's not something you should believe in, it's pure yeah. fact. There is a whole pandemic going on, and so, I definitely realized after December that, one, I'm inside, two, <laughs> <laughs> this, there's a sense of community that is a huge lack, and... It comes full circle, and that's why we started this podcast in the first place, because Mm -hmm. I'm so tired of people thinking that they are alone, and I'm Mm -hmm. so tired of feeling alone, because there's so many people out there that feel the exact same way you do, and if you just think about that for two seconds, I promise you, most of the times, and most of the things that you're going through can feel so much less painful, because you know that someone is probably going through the same thing you are are right now, so don't ever be afraid. Just open your mouth and ask, or just, just say, or do because you never know what the outcome could be. And so it was so amazing to feel all these ways and feel like I had been so closed off for so long growing up but then turn to Kristen and be like, wait a second, you felt the same way? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I thought I had this image where I'm like, oh my God, you could say anything to anyone. Yeah. And anyone in your family, like you're good. And she's like, no, actually I can't. And so I turn around to the next person like, could you talk about it? And they're like, no. no. And so this is where I want everyone who said no, everyone who I've ever asked, who said no to come. To just feel like they can be heard they can yeah. be seen and they can be validated
1: yeah. so now we worked on this podcast yeah we i know it's long guys and like we're really sorry but at the end of the day like this was just this was just an overview
0: yeah of the hardest year of our lives and yeah. i think it was nice though because it wasn't just like oh hi, hello my name is Kristen. yeah like we it didn't was just do that. we took you guys through the most challenging year of our life and now we just want to take you on the rest uh, of it. Yeah, the rest of it. Uh, the journey that we're going to go on where we're just going to keep continue to learn and to grow and to yeah. feed all of our friendships, feed our souls. And we want to take you guys on that journey with mm-hmm. us. We want you guys to be there as and we navigate. Yeah, because, as we navigate these difficult conversations that we've wanted to for so long. And I think you guys will really enjoy it. So I really, really hope
1: that you enjoyed this first episode. Yeah. And that you'll be back for more. We're going to plan to put out as often as, and as consistently as possible. She's obviously working, and there's yeah. still a lot of adjustments being made. And we're new to this, babe. Yeah. But we are true to this. At period. But we are new to this as well. Exactly. So there's a learning curve, and I'm just going to be honest with you about that. But we're super excited. We're super motivated. And if you guys, like, have any topics that you want us to talk about, any questions that, like, anonymously, like, you just want to throw out there and see yep. if we'll discuss, um, we're super excited to talk about any and everything. And like, wear your journal.
0: I can't believe it. That's a wrap on the first episode ever of yep. Taboo. Oh my god, guys!
1: We'll be back on the next episode.